Welcome to FoxCast Legal Listening. We're talking today with Fox Rothschild partner Matt Lee about what to do if government investigators show up at the front door. Matt has a wealth of experience on both sides of investigations. He started his career as a trial attorney with the U.S. Department of Justice and now represents companies that are on the receiving end. You could say he knows them inside and out. So Matt, nobody wants to be the subject of a federal investigation. We've seen all the images on cable news reports, an army of agents in matching green jackets carrying boss's documents out the front door. It looks painful. So what's the right response? Well, you're right, of course. Nobody wants to have um, a team of federal agents show up at the front door of their place of business. But there is some good news, and that is that your company can survive this if you're prepared. And there are some key steps that any company needs to take in order to limit the damage in the event that this happens. That's really encouraging. So let's start at the beginning then. Um, Which federal agencies are most likely to come knocking on the door? Well, there's actually a pretty long list of federal agencies that could potentially show up at your doorstep. And it includes many of the well-known names like the FBI and the IRS. Um, But it also includes lots of lesser known uh, federal agencies such as the Postal Inspection Service. You also have the Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, the Drug Enforcement Administration, the DEA, and Immigration and Customs Enforcement, or ICE, just to name a few. That's a real alphabet soup of federal agencies. How does a company end up on their radar? Well, there are many uh, things that can trigger a federal investigation. Some of the more common include things like an audit, a routine audit that might be conducted by the Internal Revenue Service. We're starting to see more and more uh, criminal investigations are prompted by whistleblowers. There can also be things like suspicious activity reporting by a federal institution, and that's when uh, your bank may report a a suspicious financial transaction that could catch the attention of federal investigators. We also start to see more and more self-disclosures that can bring scrutiny from federal authorities. What this means is a company discovers that something has gone wrong and brings it to the attention of federal law enforcement, which then prompts an investigation. That's interesting. So once an agency is tipped off and they open an investigation, how does it go about gathering evidence? Well, there really are three primary ways that a federal agency uh, conducts an investigation and gathers uh, information, and every one of them is pretty intimidating. The most common way is simply uh, using a subpoena. And a subpoena can be issued either by a grand jury or by an agency administratively. Uh, No matter which way that the subpoena is actually issued, um, it is a legal document that compels a company to divulge information and documents. Another common way that law enforcement agencies conduct investigations is through a search warrant. This is used when surprise and document preservation are the primary goal of the agency, and uh, a search warrant can only be issued by a federal judge. When a search warrant is issued, it gives federal agents the, uh, the legal right to enter your business and collect certain specified information, um, and as well as to uh, potentially interview your employees. And the final way that law enforcement agencies conduct investigations is by showing up unannounced at an employee's home and conducting an informal interview. They can also do this at your place of business. So how should a company respond? That is the uh, really the most important question to be asked, and the way a company should respond to a law enforcement inquiry or investigation depends on what is, uh, what is known as their status in the investigation. And what do you mean by status? In every investigation, law enforcement will uh, typically categorize Um, an individual or a company by status. And there are three different 
um, statuses that can be assigned to uh, someone who's under investigation. Uh, number one, you can be a target. This is the worst status that you can uh, that you can be assigned, and this means that um, the investigators or the grand jury have substantial evidence linking uh, you or your company to a crime, and the prosecutor views you as a likely defendant. So, if you are categorized as a target, it really means that there is a high probability that you are going to be criminally charged in the investigation. On the other end of the spectrum is witness. This is the really the best position to be in if you if you find yourself implicated in a federal law enforcement investigation. If you are categorized as a witness, it means that the agents uh, have information or documents th that relate uh, that connect you to the investigation, but you're not implicated in the crime. You're simply a bystander with information that uh, federal agents are interested in obtaining. And in the middle is the subject category. And this really is you're in, this really means you are in the middle. It means that you or your your company's conduct is within the scope of the grand jury's investigation. So you're more than simply a witness to potential crime, um, but you're not quite a target. I Meaning you're not necessarily going to be charged in the investigation, but your 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 conduct is within the scope of what is being investigated. So, of the three, uh, certainly being categorized as a witness would be the best, uh, and being categorized as a target would, would clearly be the worst and subject obviously falls right in the middle. So all things considered, uh, how does your status uh, affect your response? You, 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 depending on your company or your indiv the individual status in the investigation really is going to dictate how you uh, respond to the investigation and this, this is a, a very tricky question and it's not an easy one to answer and and it really depends on the facts and circumstances of every case and of every investigation. So there's really no clear answer that we can give. But there are some general guidelines to follow. Generally, if you are a target, if you've been identified as a target of a federal investigation, you're in all likelihood going to want to take advantage of the right to remain silent. And that means invoking your Fifth Amendment right not to incriminate yourself. And that means not voluntarily uh, speaking to investigators and not voluntarily providing information that could could be used against you. This isn't always going to be the case, but it is generally going to be true in most cases where you are the target. Now, on the other hand, if you're the witness, and again, witness is the, uh, the least um, culpable category you can be in, it means um, as a witness, you're not really at risk of being criminally charged. And so generally, uh, if you're a witness, it's often a best bet to cooperate with the investigation, the investigation and tell the investigators what you know. Of course, there are always, um, uh, that is not a hard and fast rule in every case, as I said, is a little bit different. But generally, if you're in the witness category, you're going to be in a much more cooperative posture with respect to the investigation. Lastly, when you're a subject, it's a little bit more tricky because once again, you're in the middle category. You're not a witness, but you're not a target either. And so it really will depend again on the facts and circumstances. If you're a subject, whether you want to cooperate with the investigation and voluntarily speak with investigators, provide information, provide documents. On the other hand, there may be instances where when you're a subject that you don't want to do that. And again, this is where it, it, there, there's, no, there's no real um, hard and fast rules uh, to follow. It's, a, it's really a case-by-case case, um, 
decision. And that's really why, uh, in our view, it's critical that you consult with a, you know, an experienced white-collar criminal defense attorney to give you the proper advice on how to deal with the, uh, the, the implications of a, of a federal investigation, regardless of whether you're a target uh, a witness or a subject. That's great insight. Thanks, Matt, and thanks for taking some time today to sit down with us. Have specific questions about responding to federal investigators? Matt can be reached at Fox Rothschild's Philadelphia office at 215-299-2765 or via email at mlee at foxrothschild.com. That's M-L-E-E at foxrothschild.com.